it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. Blake, we've got a big week in golf here. We have the first live tournament. Um, not sure exactly what they're going to name these things. I guess it's uh, like live one, like UFC, right? And um, then we got, you know, we got the Canadian Open, which seems to be a, a decent event this year. Course seems pretty cool. Uh, what do you think about everything that's going on in the world of golf right now? I already know we have one winner this week, and it's not on the PGA Tour. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, big doings. Then next week we get the U.S. Open. So, uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to this week. How are you yeah. doing? Is a more important question. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, I uh, I'm excited for this live event. I know I saw it, uh, so today, but it, it turns out that they're going to be streaming on YouTube. I think that's okay. It's a pretty good get for them. It's better than like the zone or something. So I think we get, you know, and then also Facebook and their website. So, I mean, they do have an opportunity to kind of take advantage of the fact that a lot of people aren't too thrilled with the PGA to our coverage. You know, if they can make it a little bit better, then that could be a big benefit in making this thing last. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, CBS coverage is just atrocious, atrocious. Um, like, are they going to take breaks on YouTube or anything like that? Or are they, is this constantly showing shots? Because that'd be super cool. It would be cool. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I think they'll probably have more players mic'd up and shit. I mean, if they do it right, it's a it's a good opportunity. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, we'll get into the live, live stuff um, and all the live news. There's, there's more news coming out today. Um, Memorial, what'd you think? I don't know. Um, I didn't really watch much of it. Our guys well, just couldn't get it going. Couldn't get any like momentum or, you know. No, I mean, we had Wills Alatoris came in the top five. Um, yeah, so, that was like a Kuchar top five, just not never like. Yeah, never really contended. But played well. Yeah, he played well. He was good. He was good. And then, I mean, the guy who won, Billy Horschel, I texted you this this morning. He's lost strokes on approach in consecutive events. Um, hasn't been playing that well and man it's a tough year you get guys now who are winning who, who show no signs of life whatsoever and and they go out and win a, a huge tournament like the memorial even in good form i was a little skeptical of billy i know he has good course history but could actually win in one of these types of events but it's a big win for billy big win i've always been a billy guy i know a lot of people hate his guts but um i don't know he's just he's a good he's a good player Nothing great, just a good professional golfer. He's solid. It, it just yeah. Memorial is a weird fit for him. But again, the course history is fine, so obviously he likes it. But like, does he never really gains too many shots on approach? Even this week, he only gained five, right. uh, and he's going to gain a lot putting. Um, he's going to hit fairways, which I guess is big, but he's he's not too long, so not really one that I think was very predictable. No, 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 not at all. Um, what was he like? Fifty? Forty-five. I saw one forty-five. I think. I think I saw sixty somewhere too, though. Yeah, I don't know. I've he he's been playing like Dick. Yeah, he's he's won some bigger events. I know that Wentworth win was pretty big for him. Yeah, but you could see that one coming though. Like he's been like he was playing well. Yeah. Um. Usually, he like usually he plays well. Like when he won the FedEx event, he usually, he plays well for like four events in a row. Yeah. Yeah. This is strange. 
Um, um, and that, but, but like I said to you Saturday morning, I was like, somebody's some, nobody shot a 65 yet. Whoever does that's going to win this thing. And then he shot, he shot a 65. And then, and then Sunday, he just he shot even par and won the thing or whatever he shot. He just got his lead and cruise control. Yeah. I mean, he, at one point, it got a tiny bit tight. Um, you had Wise at 10 under when Billy was at 12. And then Wise makes bogey. And then on the that last par five there, the 16th or whatever, Billy makes a 54 foot eagle putt and that ends it. Yeah. Weasel was all over the fucking map, huh? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of these guys. <laughs> it was just complete carnage on the weekend. Cam Young shot like an 84. <laughs> oh, we got some breaking news right here. There was like five eighties on Sunday. Breaking news. Um, Phil signed with Liv and he's playing this week. Figured. So he's the last guy, right? Yep. Did they announce how much money he uh, he's getting? Not yet. Not yet. Um, so interesting. Interesting. So, that'll take a little pressure off Dustin. Actually, that'll take all the pressure in the world off Dustin this week. Um, yeah. But yeah. Much less. Much less, and I, I do think there's going to be more coming. Uh, it's it's going to keep the fields are going to keep getting bigger and stronger and better. And I've been saying it all along, it's, it's inevitable that um, money's going to attract these guys. And that's you know we'd love we'd love for it to be these guys only care about their legacy and winning majors. And but that's not just not the case for a lot of these players. Yeah, yeah. I mean, money money talks, man. I I don't blame DJ one bit. Let's get into all that stuff, though, when we cover this event. Okay. Let's stick to the PGA first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anything else on the Memorial? I mean, our guys, uh, I guess you were kind of right on Morikawa. He's just not. He's a subpar, or he's an average iron player, which he can't be to win. Uh, who else did we bet? Oh, I bet Axe. He gained seven on approach. Just a, just a complete cocksucker. He was three under going into the ninth into his eighth into the, his 18th hole on friday and he put Double in the it. drink mm-hmm. put in the drink and he's st- he was still great on approach um but anytime you got off the fairway you were fucked mm-hmm. especially if there was water on a hole not not just x but everybody like you, right. got, you got into the rough you're just fucked yeah and so yeah more power that was my contention all along i didn't think he was horrible but i thought there was just in order for him to be great, he has to be the best player on approach, and he just isn't there right now. His the rest of his game isn't good enough. To no, he win. is atrocious, atrocious around the greens. But even when he's at his best, his the rest of his game isn't good enough to win a golf tournament. Right. It's right. just just gaining a million, and he's just. And I think same there. with I think same with Vic right now. I don't think his irons are as good as they have been. Yep, I agree. He's he's off too. He's off too. I, uh, I probably wouldn't even have bet it last week if we didn't get that 25. I just didn't love anyone else. I wasn't sold on Colin. There was really no one else to bet. I mean, it was kind of a weird week. It's like a lot of people bet Cam Young. The guy shot a fucking 88 on on Sunday, whatever it was. That <laughs> that brought me some joy. The Cam Young Thursday truthers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I knew he was going to win. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, we would have chose somebody else instead of Vic, instead of Colin. And guess what? It wouldn't we have would've... been Billy. No, it wouldn't have been Billy, so it results in the same thing. Yep. If I didn't bet Vic, I was going to bet Zalatoris. Yeah, no one had it this week anyway. I mean, no one. 
Gilly was not didn't show it coming. That happens sometimes. Yep. All right. So on to uh, Canadian Open, which we did hit the last time it was played. That's right. That being in 2019 with uh, Rory. What a Sunday that was by Rory. That was awesome. Um, we got any course preview here? Um, shorter course. The course looks incredible. Yeah, course looks very nice. I think this is um, going to be a cool event based on the course. You know, we've seen some new cooler courses on tour. Um, this is n not not necessarily new because they did play it in 2010 and then like 1968, but they redid the whole thing. So I think they redid it in 2014. So it's going to be different now. Um, so it's a par 70, 7,014 uh, yards. Bent grass greens, again, before it, it was POA in the past, but when they redid it, they redid with bent grass, um, tree-lined, tight fairways, smaller greens, undulating, um, slope from back to front, a lot of false fronts, um, and again, tree-lined, tight fairways. So I think that's going to be a factor. A lot of bunkering, uh, unique layout with three par fives and five par threes, and five of the top ten guys in the world are here, um, but I think it's going to be a – Kind of a tougher test. I'm thinking maybe, I don't know, 14, 15 under could win this. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, four of the par threes are over 200. I think they're 200 to 215. There's, then there's a one that's really short. Um, and three par fives are going to be where all the scoring is, I believe. They're all eagle. I think they all can be eagled by everybody in the field. Like, I don't think uh, the distance there is that bad uh the the par f the par fours i mean i think I, I i did hole by hole a lot there's some short ones there's some long ones you can't overpower this with driver um but there are seven holes 450 plus so that's going to be some long iron shots which tends to help a guy like rory mcelroy i would say he's the one guy at the top that i actually think could actually win this Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, it d does set up pretty well for him. Uh, it sets up well. Uh, last time he was here, not here, but in Canada when he won, it seemed like he was just pumping it and had more wedge shots in, which at yeah. the time was great for him, but now it doesn't seem as good. So I think you're right. The long irons always give him an advantage. Um, yeah, because 20 feet is good. Stinks. Yeah. And he's a good bent putter. He's like one of the best bent putters now. He is. He's, uh, I think, top six in the field. Um, so, and I was also looking at, so that being said, I was looking at hundred, uh, proximity, 175 to 225, mm -hmm. yep. um, and little good drives gained and then par three, 200 to 225 as well. So, yep. M many similar things there for me. Um, approach obviously going to be big. I think off the tee just in general is going to be big because you talk about those long irons, like just long and straight is going to be a huge benefit here. Like, I want fairways gain guys, but I don't want guys who are hitting it 250 off the tee, you know? Yeah. But from what I'm hearing, sometimes you're going to get, have to hit it like 250. And laying there's up. Four, there's forced layups. Right. Yeah, it doesn't seem like this is a place that can be overpowered, which I think is good if you're not looking to go to the top. Like, you know, these guys that obviously can be really good with, like, Scheffler and Rory, and um, you don't want them to be able to go out there and just take the place apart with driver. Yep. Yeah, so the field's very, uh, very top heavy as we get into it here. 
Um, and then it kind of falls off a cliff after the first uh, eight, nine guys. Yeah, and that's fine. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just get into it. Who do, they, who do they have as the favorite there? Are we using 365? 365, the favorite right currently is uh, Scotty at 9-1. to one. And you get JT and Rory at 10 to 1. Uh, Burns and Weasel at 14 to 1. Those are the five guys under 20 on bet 365. They're squeezing guys down there in that 10 to 1 range, huh? Yeah, I saw one book had like all three of those guys between 7 and 8.50. Jeez. Um, yeah, at the top, I completely agree with you. Rory is the only guy, not the only guy I'm worried about. Obviously, the other two can win. You know that that goes without saying, but the one that I actually fear is going to win is is Rory. Been playing good. His approach numbers have been really good. But again, like last week, he he gets himself in a good position to start the week, and he just stays in neutral the rest of the week. The same thing he did at the PGA Championship. Um, he just is something about him. He's just allergic to fucking winning at times. Yeah, I would love to. Actually, just U.S. Open. What the fuck? I mean, I'm thinking about him for the U.S. Open. There's really because there's nowhere else to go. There isn't. The U.S. Open is tough. <laughs> I have no idea who's going to win the U.S. Open. He's the one elite guy that I know is going to play well. Yeah, but then it's the mental side with him. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah, he will play well. I don't know if he can win or not because just he has nothing shown us nothing to make us believe he can win a major right now. But if there's ever a time now, it feels pretty wide open for him. You gotta feel like Scheffler will bounce back. I don't know if he's win, gonna win the U.S. Open, but I don't know. He gets wonky with the driver. Yeah, Rom. I don't know what the fuck he's up to. Just apparently not that great of a golfer, despite the T10 finish. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, so that's, yeah, that's a good talk for next week, though. Yeah, and then then you get Weasel fourteen to one there. I think um he's starting to lose it on the approach, which good. I. I he obviously is scary here at a shorter type of course like this. I don't know. Maybe he's coming back down to earth and he's the kind of the... Is he coming back to, down to earth? I hope. I just typed in weasel in the search <laughs> bar. <for. laughs> How is that not like a universal nickname now? It's such a good nickname. All right. Especially with the hair. Um, yeah, I guess he only gained 0.4. Yeah, I just I don't think he can be all over the map here. So I'm just gonna pass on him at fourteen to one. Oh, he's I'm just gonna pass on him at fourteen to one in every event that he ever plays. So Yeah, no no chance of everybody him at fourteen to one. And same uh, with Burns, so you just go to the Burns. next range. Yeah, and this is not a place you'd think of Stan Burns at, but Exactly. But he did win Colonial. Yeah, but you can get Yeah. But some some bombers have done well there. Oh, <laughs> You know, what's funny is Valspar is five par threes and three par fives. He's won that twice. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Next range, we got Fitz at 20, Lowry at 20, uh, top Canadian Corey Connors, 22, Uncle Tony Fino at 25, Hatton at 28. Those are all the guys below 35. So as you said, you're going to want a guy in here just because the, the field really falls off after that. It's not going to be great. I think this is a good spot where a winner could potentially come from. Got some guys who can contend. A lot of win equity in this range, too. Finau, Fitz, Patton. 
Yeah. Not win equity, but <laughs> but definitely guys who are playing really well. Yeah. That was a joke out on the win equity. Not gonna stop me though. <laughs> no. Um yeah, I mean we I we like the same guys we this week, which is good. I'm not getting crazy overexposed this week with the US Open coming up and everything, but I two guys I really like. First one is Fitz. I know you like him too. Um but everything about this course screams Fitzpatrick, right? He that shorter tree line course, even on the uh, European tour when he was winning some events, it's usually on those events where those tight fairways and this tree line kind of parkland style. That's just his jam. Um, missed the cut last week, which was very strange considering he lost 7.6 strokes putting in two rounds. He was second in the field in tee to green after two rounds. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I think his worst, other worst putting performance of his career was at Memorial as well. It was, and this one was even worse, and only in two rounds. Um, yeah. So, something about Memorial, he doesn't like the greens, that's fine. Uh, very good tee to green. Um, and his past 10 starts, he has seven top 15 finishes. Yeah. As consistent as it can be. Missed the cut at Heritage. Next week, he was second at Wells Fargo. That's when we bet him, yeah. So it was right off a miscut. So the miscut is not concerning. He would have won it too if it was uh, four more holes. He would have. He would have won if it was four more holes. And I also think uh, Potomac isn't a bad course comp for this. All right. Pretty similar. I mean, you got a kid in the fairway, um, smaller type of greens. It's kind of like an accuracy course. Wow. At Heritage, he lost 3.3 putting. And then at Wells, gained seven. And then PGA Championship, gained five. Yeah. So I don't think that, yeah, that seven means absolutely nothing to me. Um, he's sixth off the tee in his last 24 rounds. And he's just the kind of combination of long and straight that you want here. He's just incredible off the tee. And I think that's going to be incredi uh, incredibly important. And I think. He's fourth you know, in um, par three, 200 to 225, which that's going to be four shots every single day. Wow. Four iron shots every single day. Yep, that that's a huge one too. Play any he, he can he can scramble a bit, which I think you're gonna need to do. Um his chipping is weird, but it's around the green has been solid as well. Even last week it was good. So I think all this stuff points to him. You know, the narrative is he can't win in America. We're not in America. Isn't this the type of thing he could win on the PJ tour? Everyone's gonna say, Oh yeah, he won, but it was in fucking Canada. Yeah. He's basically Canadian, right? As you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect I, spot for him. I I, I I think he's going to contend. I think he bounces back this week. Um, it's very tough seeing him cross the finish line, obviously. That's the only concern with Fitzpatrick. But I feel like the guys that are playing well continue, despite Horschel there, the guys that are playing well continue to play well. Like, look at Homer this week. Mm -hmm. Zalatoris, Neiman. These guys have all been playing well all season. Yeah, and you got to bet the guys that are playing well. Like, how many times are we going to say – oh, this guy hasn't shown us he can win, so we can't bet him, and they win. It's just like you have to – you can't go with that narrative. The guy's playing well enough. He's playing well enough to win. He's playing well enough to win. Um, I thought the PGA Championship experience was pretty good for him. Um, just tasting it, being in the final group, you know, and less pressure here this week, obviously. It's not like he hasn't won events. He's won I'm, – I'm willing to say he's won an event in his life that has a stronger field strength than this one, or at least relatively similar. 
I would say, well, he's won an event. Maybe not, but the overall field strength here, it's not like he's, it's a major. No. I don't know if he's won an event that's been this top-heavy, but overall, I'd say yes. Yeah. And it's, it's not in America. It's in Canada. It seems like a place he could probably be, go well. Bent grass grains he's good in. Um, I, I want to see him break through. I like him. I think he's... I think he gets a rap as a loser, but he is 27. He's been around a while. I know that, but 27 isn't, you know, he's five years younger than friggin' Taylor Gooch for Christ's sakes. Yeah. He's, uh, no, I'm in. I already bet it. So 20 to one. I don't know if there's much else to say. I mean, I just feel like he's a perfect fit. We're not betting too many guys this week. So you like him better than Lowry, huh? Yeah. I just think, well, I mean, I know you said he's a good enough player where he doesn't, this doesn't have to be the case, but I think he's just had his chances to win. And uh, the places that he should have played really well at, he did, but he just can't kind of get over that hump. Last week he was okay. I don't think he was any, you know, he was really popular last week. And he really, what did he really do? He faded over the weekend. He finished 32nd. Yeah. I mean, and I know fast, uh, Fitz didn't do anything either, but I just, for this course, I like Fitz better. Lowry does get a little bit weird off the tee. Fitz won the DP World Tour Championship, so that's the Euros Tour Championship. So that's that field's got to be decent. That has Rory in it. Yeah, and it's probably yeah. a similar field, top heavy and yeah, yeah. Wasn't uh, Colin playing in that too? He's won that twice. Yes, Colin was. That was twenty twenty. Reed. Yep. Won that twice. British Masters. That's always a top-heavy event, too. Yeah, so he can win good fields. I mean, I don't really see the difference of just because it's just because it says PGA Tour. I mean, it's just an event in Canada with a right. similar field that he's played with, so whatever. Yep. All right, and then uh, my pick to win is uh, Terrell Hatton at 28. Um, Saturday, I just texted you. I just was like, Terrell Hatton's going to win the Canadian Open. I don't mm -hmm. know why. I know nothing about the course. I just think he's going to win. He's been popping. Or he's been doing like Terrell Hatton type things, just popping, popping around and being involved, then fucking up and coming back, making birdies. And I just feel like this is a spot where he can club down a little bit, get in the fairway. His, I don't know. I just, I just got a gut feel on Terrell Hatton to this week. I do too. When you when you texted me that, I said to you, I literally almost texted you that this morning. I thought about texting. I was like, yeah, I'll save it for Sunday. I don't. I, you probably doesn't want to talk about Canadian Open yet, and that's the only reason I didn't send it. Um, <laughs> it so, uh, PJ Championship he was thirteenth, which I thought was good considering he's been pretty bad majors throughout his career. Gained three point six on approach. Gained on approach his last five of six events. Fifteenth um, in his last twenty four in approach in the field, which I thought wow. for him is very good. Yeah, definitely. Difficult. Around the green, he's spectacular. Great around the green, which is going to be bunker player. There's a shitload of bunkers. He's a great bunker player. Yep. Uh, um, he's a grinder. I have him at seventh in the field in his last 24, and par three is 200 to 225. Okay. So plays those well. Um, and you talk about win equity. I mean, I know he hasn't won a crap load on the PGA Tour, but he does have seven – seven wins in the past four or five years and in both tours combined some decent events in the euro tour um you know api was a definitely a good win and 
he's capable and he's playing better. And I think um, he's a guy I do believe that can win, you know, even more so than Fitzpatrick if he does get involved. Yeah, I was, uh, I mean, after him, it kind of just falls off, falls off. Like there's just no one really to bet, you know? Yeah, there's no one to bet. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just got a weird feeling Hatton's going to win. He's going to get himself in trouble. He's going to, he's going to pull like a Patrick Reed type performance i feel like you know yep. he'll spray a couple and somehow weasel his way out of trouble you know yeah he did back that when, did, back when reed was really good he did it for us at api yeah i thought he lost it for us three different times and he just kept bouncing back yep do you remember he chipped one in the water chipped one over the green into the water mm-hmm. oh yeah that was a good he, one and he pretended to shoot the shoot the ball with a fucking his hand <laughs> yeah that was good um I, lo- I like Hatton. A lot of people hate him. He's been complaining a lot lately. There's no denying that. He's been bitching about everything. Yeah. Whatever. And then I also bet Tony at 30 to 1. Yeah, cool. I don't know. His, uh, his stats are good. Fourth in uh, greens and rag. Third, bogey's avoidance. Ninth in approach. He's a bent guy. Um, I just feel like this is a event he can kind of win. Um, he's been hot and cold on the tour. Uh, what did he finish? He was second in Mexico, obviously steamed um, that final day. Fourth at the Schwab, um, where he played really well after his first round. I think he was one over and then it was three straight rounds, uh, 68 or better, I believe. Um, on a tough track. Uh, the only outlier recently since he's kind of pulled it together was Wells, which was super weird. I think feel like everybody got on him that week and he lost 7.7 on approach. Yeah, seems like I feel, a like, that, feel like that's an outlier since he's gained every other week in the last like six weeks. Mm-hmm. So he's been good off the tee. Yeah, all, and all, good around the greens. I don't know. I prefer him on bent, obviously. Uh, his one win was on bent. His one real win was on bent. Um, obviously, the guy doesn't win. So there's no one else I want to bet, though. So I don't. I don't really know what to tell you. Yeah, no, he could be fine. Um, I don't know. It's shorter, tight tree line course for Fino. Doesn't feel like that. What he does to me. Yeah, I don't know, but. I, there's, yeah, there's no one else to bet. Number is fair, considering everybody else around him. Um, approach has been good. Uh, like, yeah, who else am I going to go to? I'm not going to go to fucking Varner. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> it, it drops off, and the odds really aren't good for anybody. So I just uh, – if I was going to add someone else, it's Fina, but Fina, I'm adding the two. I'm going to try to you know, win a little bit extra on just those two guys and um, see what happens. If they get involved, that'd be great. I mean, but, listen to these next names. Varner, 35. Reed, 45. Kirk, 45. Hadwin, 45. Munoz, 45. Johnny Vegas, 50. Rose, 50. I've seen 80. He's obviously sobled. Mitchell, 50. I mean, what? Yeah. How am I going to bet these guys? Course fit-wise and stuff, I could see like a, a Kirk type of guy win. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like Kirk, but like we're just not Kirk people. No, and I'm never going to bet him at 45. I don't give a fuck if he's playing in his, his mother's backyard. <laughs> not my thing i'm not gonna bet him yet so i'm not a kirk guy 
I'm sure he might win. He might, you know, have the lead after 36 holes, and everyone will be victory lapping. But I don't know. I haven't seen him in contention. He has good finishes, but like, have we seen him on a Sunday down the stretch with hitting shots that matter? No, we always see him on Saturday, Wilton, and then. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember that at all. So, I these guys are just not bettable range for me. I don't. Um... Are there any like long shots that you that you're thinking about? I, I mean, a pan always pops in the model. I don't know what that's all about, but I was thinking about uh, Tagala, but he was like fifty to one, so never mind. But I could see <laughs> yeah. him being pretty good here. Yeah, uh, and I, uh, I don't know. no, no, no one really else. I guess pan makes some sense, but he made sense the last couple of weeks, and he's kind of was kind of a disappointment. I know he had a ten on one of those holes, but just. Yeah. What's he eighty to one? Yeah, and he can't bet Munoz at forty-five to one, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, any Canadians? Like Connors makes a ton of sense, but it's like I feel. I think there has been one Canadian to win, but that was in the fifties. Yeah, Canadians really like, win. It feels, and this is in Toronto. That's where he's from. I just feel like there's a shitload of pressure. I don't want to bet Connors at thirty to one. Never mind twenty to one. It's funny because people, it's like the opposite of what should happen. Like because the Canadians get a bump because they're from Canada, odds are worse than they should be. People like them more than they should. But in reality, what we've seen in the past is that makes them actually less likely to win. Even players like Rory when he was playing that Open in Ireland, how much pressure is on him? He was fucking not. Open the day with a 70, 78 or whatever it was. And then, um, you know, the Mexico Open, you look, think these guys are going to play really great, and they typically don't. I know Andrew is okay this year, but in the past, all those Mexico events, when you thought a Mexican was, should win, they really didn't. Um, so these country events, these, you know, opens of their respective countries, the guys usually don't do very well. Yeah, the only thing with that is Lowry did win that, that open. <laughs> yeah, but he, the pressure wasn't really on. Pressure him. was on Rory, yep. Yeah. Um, good. That, that is, that is true though. Uh, so I don't know if you want a Canadian on the card, maybe go Mackenzie Hughes or something. It, I would say Hughes just, yeah. If you combine the fact that, um, bettable number combined with, I think it is probably a good fit for him too. He's a good putter on bent shorter. Course. Nick Taylor. Yeah. Maybe Nick Taylor, I guess. What is, what's he been doing? 15th at Wells 4.4 on approach. 48 that Schwab gained 4.7 on approach. He's won at uh, Pebble with small greens. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not bet. I guess I'm not betting a Canadian. Hadwin's no. Hadwin's number sucks. Yeah. Fuck Hadwin. Uh, he. A lot of his stats from last week too are going to be based off that hole in one. Oh, he had a hole in one. Yeah. He like freaked out and like, and act like he won the Super Bowl. Wow. What about a guy like uh, Aaron Rye, Perez? No. no. Oh, I t this guy. In his heyday, he's good. Grillo. Yeah, I just don't see the numbers on approach. He has to gain like 10 strokes on approach to win, and he's not doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also uh, bet Pat Reed at 65 to 1. I'm betting him this week. I'm betting him next week. And then I'm off the Pat Reed ship. Um, but I'm not going to miss out on this week if I bet him next week. So, 
So you're basically covering your ass for next week. I bet that's yeah. 72. Yeah. So, um, uh, he didn't play bad after the – he played like shit in the first round, then bounced back, made the cut. Uh, he was just whatever. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah. How about Todd? I'm not, not going to hold it against him for having one bad round of golf. Todd, Todd, yeah, makes makes a ton of sense. Um, He's a hundred to one. He showed up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, where was that Colonial, right? Yep. What happened when he got in contention? He wasn't horrible. He just shot like two over. And he finished third. Yeah. Gained five point three putting, which obviously he has to do to contend. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Could bet Todd. At a hundred to one. Although he was just on vacation. For some reason, I saw an Instagram post of Brendan Todd and his family down in the Caribbean last week. I don't know where it came from, but it was on my timeline. I was going to say, what the fuck makes you follow Brendan Todd? But you didn't I have no him. idea why that popped up. Uh, he's a family? Wow, I figured he'd fucking live he's along. He's got like three kids. So last Canadian Open, Lowry was second in that event. Yeah, that was the one where he shot like a 61, right? Yep. Hadwin came in Hadwin came in sixth. Yep, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, he could be fine. Um Nick Taylor was actually good too, twenty seventh. So uh yeah, Todd actually thinking about it, Todd I think does make some sense if you want to go for a bomb. Um I feel like every time I bet Todd though, he never does Todd things. No, he's not missing bus. Pendrith one forty, I thought he withdrew. I don't know. He's been hurt. Yeah. Plus, not really the place for him, I don't think. No, I want to say Bolton said he withdrew anyway, but he's still listed here. Um, Vegas, 70 to 1 on DraftKings. It's not bad. It's not bad. But again, we won twice two, in Canada. Two time winner here. But are we going to, are we just betting on something that's already happened? Yeah. Kirk. Yeah, I'm good on I'm good yeah. with him. Do you like Kirk? I mean, I can, and course fit wise, he's a good fit. He's gonna win one of these times. Yeah, I don't mind Kirk. I'm just gonna randomly bet Chris Kirk for the first time ever. <laughs> he lost five on approach last week. Good, fuck him then. I just I, all I needed was one reason. <laughs> there you go. Um, wow, lost five on approach. That was pretty random. Rasmus is playing. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the real event, main event. All right, live tour. What do we got? You got a course preview for me? I do. Uh, before we get the course, how about all right? So Phil, Phil joined. Looks looks like Ricky's going to join. I think mm-hmm. Ricky's just waiting for uh, this U.S. Open qualifier to be over. Which a little brief update. He's not going to make it. He's tied for twenty fourth in the qualifier. He's got ten holes left. He needs to go low. Sad, sad, sad. Pathetic. Um. Pathetic. So he's going to join. Good for him. Um, he has to join. I mean, this is the only time he can capitalize on his name, or else he's going to be fighting for his car. That exemption expires in May. Yeah, uh, we, next May, next March or May. I don't know when that player's uh, 2023 sometime at some point. Yeah, whatever the player's date was, March, I think. Um, and then you see Tiger was basically almost offered like a billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think Phil's getting? I'd say 100 million. More than less than DJ? I think so. No, he's got to get more. He he has no leverage. 
Well, he probably got he probably got some before. Yeah. Um, he spent a bunch already. I guarantee you. Oh yes. Uh, he definitely did. I don't know. I still think he probably got less than DJ, only because DJ was a much bigger get for them. I know Phil's the bigger name and the bigger star, but like DJ brings legitimacy to the league, whereas Phil really doesn't. Yeah, you saying Phil's more of a spectacle? Yeah, he's like a spectacle, but like DJ is a legit top ten player in the world. Yeah, and he's in his prime or back end of his prime, thirty-seven years old. Like Phil's fifty. 51, 52, whatever he is. So I think I can't see him getting more than DJ because DJ was just so, was the important. They needed DJ to make this work. They needed it. Yeah, I'm glad DJ, well, I'm not glad DJ joined, but uh, I don't blame DJ one bit for joining. I'm glad he joined. You know, it's not our fault either. It's these people's fault for fucking putting us in the corner. I don't want to defend live all the time. That's not who I wanted to be, but these people are just so self-righteous and so on their high horse and they act like they're so above everybody that it just sickens me. It pisses me the fuck off. So now I want these guys to go. Eamon Lynch. <laughs> oh my God. Most insufferable douchebag on earth. And like he comes at me on Twitter and then just blocks me within five seconds. I can't even, I wanted to respond. Like let's have a conversation about it. And yeah, he just says one thing, then blocks. Yeah. Typical lib. Can't, yeah, can't have a conversation with him. I said nothing offensive to him whatsoever. All I said was he would take the money, which <laughs> I guess is offensive to him. But um, you know, I didn't call his fucking mother a whore or anything. I just I don't understand why why can't they play on both? From what everything I read, Liv is trying to like make these events like not interfere with like the big PGA events, right? Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's like they. We're fine with the um, the other Saudi events that these guys played in that Varner won. Yeah, what is the big deal? Like, why can't like they just? I don't understand why both can't exist. It's because a couple of reasons. I'd say Norman is a big part of it. He had a fallout with the tour. He's been trying to do something kind of to spite them for a while, and I think that might have something to do with it. Um, and I just think. But the mistake they made was they acknowledge it too early. They should have said, oh, who gives a fuck? Yeah. But they, the fact that they were so adamant against it gave it more credence and gave it more publicity than it even needed to have. Yeah. I, just don't, I don't understand why both can't exist. Well, because like uh, Phil said, obnoxious greed. They want to monopolize these guys. I mean, and don't try to tell me it's because of the Saudi money, because that's a bunch of bullshit. And that's the only thing these people are saying. Yeah, they're using that as an excuse. That's not why they don't want this thing. And it's why it's all the Golf Channel employees are the ones that are the most mad. Yeah. And, I mean, like it or not, and I don't want to get too deep into this, but like it or not, the United States is an ally of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they're, they're political allies. Biden is meeting with the government, the quote-unquote blood money government, this week yeah, to discuss uh, gas deal. So, like, I mean, like it or not, we're an, we're an ally with, with Saudi Arabia. If you don't like that, then maybe you shouldn't live in, in America. Or, or uh, so I'm sure, well, the ironic part is most people are so mad fucking love Joe Biden. <laughs> so he can meet with them, but DJ can't play golf in a tournament there? 
not even in Saudi Arabia either. It's just funded by him. Right, but but the president who you love can meet and discuss a deal with him, <laughs> and that's not bad. Yeah, it's just it's just hypocritical. It's picking and choosing. It's cherry cherry picking the argument. It's um, it it's just uh, being outraged for the sake of being outraged, and that's why I don't like it. Yeah. And it, Norman went after Jack. What's up with that? I don't know. I love Norman and I love Jack. I think Norman had a, um, I think he was upset because originally this job was offered to Jack. He didn't take it, but he said that he thinks it's really great for golf and it'll be a good thing or whatever. And him and Norman actually seemed to be pretty cool prior to this. And um, he had a chance to talk about it last week. He did it in his pre, pre-conference uh, memorial press conference. And he basically was very dismissive of it when Norman thought he, that was a good opportunity for him to. Yeah. He said he's a hypocrite. Yeah, whatever. People don't like Jack either. I mean, what? Because he because he voted for Trump. Yeah, that's uh, that's a big reason. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. He vo- he voted for Trump. It's the only thing not to like about Jack. <laughs> yeah, because yes, so did fifty percent of the uh, of the country. So whatever. <laughs> um. Okay, so like, are you actually gonna watch? this event yeah i'm gonna treat it the same way i would treat the uh what do i want to say the john deere classic i mean if i have a guy in the mix and i'm betting on him i'm gonna watch it okay and this is only 54 holes yeah no if i i wouldn't if i was just a fan and didn't gamble i probably wouldn't be watching it okay yeah i wouldn't either no but yeah 54 holes the shotgun start thing is weird this is my biggest question so shotgun start they're gonna be finishing on different holes yeah so this guy this guy is the lead he's gonna be finishing on six could be some live opportunities (laughs) yeah that's a good point i think betting opportunities in general you and i talked earlier today about how they just listed the guy based on like pedigree they didn't know who who, who was playing well it's just basically a list of the guys from most well-known to least well-known at the bottom There's going to be some good value here, I believe. I really think so. Starting with the one guy we're going to bet here. And I don't know what books are giving me odds. Because I know DraftKings won't be giving me odds since they're partners with the door. But so is Action Network, and they wrote a preview of it today. So it's, I don't know. It seems like most people are embracing this thing. I'll, I'll do a quick course preview before you give us the guy. Okay. It's par 72, 7,100 yards, pretty short. Um, there are fescue across the fairways and around the green. It's almost like a uh, linksy setup in that regard. Uh, has a links feel because of that fescue you're gonna you're gonna see. There are 80 bunkers, four major water hazards. I don't think it's gonna play very difficult. I'm expecting a birdie fest for sure. Uh, the greens are undulating, and it's pure bent grass, recently redone. I think it's gonna be in very good shape in that in that sense. There are four par fives and three par threes. Sorry, four par fives and five par threes. Okay. All the par fives are relatively short. Um, par fives are pretty short. Here are the par fives. You got 531, 513, 536, 525, and 550. So, I mean, like, I don't think the bomber is going to have a, as much of an advantage because these shorter guys can, are going to be able to reach it in two. Okay. So, you're saying a short bent course, birdie fest in a really, really shitty field. Absolutely. Wow. 
if people don't know who to bet here, you just you just clueless in in, in, the, in the golf world. Yep. <laughs> so well, Kevin Na, Kevin Na is the bet. If you don't bet Kevin Na this week, I mean, what's wrong with you? Yep. First Perfect. of all, he's playing better than every single one of these top guys. There's only like five top guys. It's not really particularly close, to be honest with you. He's playing better than DJ. Louis Oosthuizen is somehow the second favorite. I mean, he's been hurt and he's been fucking terrible the entire season. Gooch has been all right, but he's still Taylor Gooch. And then you have Sergio. Those four guys are all ahead of him. And then there's Nah. I just don't see, like Nah. It's like, have you seen his approach numbers the last four events? Even five. Masters, he finished in 14th. Yeah. Charles Schwab, 7.8. Mexico, 6.8. Heritage, 4.2. PGA, 3.2. Bent course. This is what he wins on. Bird Fest. He beats crappy fields. Drills, putts, can get to 25 under. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Um, who knows what odds? DJ's plus 350. Louis 850. Gooch is nine. FanDuel has Nah at 16, which is crazy. I've seen 12. If you have that 16 on Nah, bet it. Yep. He, I would That's say. The only, probably the only bet I'm going to make this week. Same. Uh, I was interested. They um, one of the top amateurs that I didn't know was even committed to live yet. I guess I glossed over it. Um, Ratchinon, the 15-year-old Thai kid. He was like the youngest player ever to make a cut at the, in the DP World Tour. Um, he's, he's legit. 15. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, yeah, this is this is just last year. He was the first one to. Uh, First one to do that. Yeah. Nope. Sorry. He was in 2020. He was the youngest player to make the cut in the tie on the tie tour. 13 years old. He made the cut. Wow. 15 now. Wow. Um, plays in the Asian tour primarily, but uh, yeah, the youngest golfer to win on a tour recognized by the official world golf rankings at 15 years and 37 days on the Asian tour. So he's a legit stud. Can, can he win this yet? Probably not. I don't know, though. It's a small field. I saw 150 to 1. Um, I mean, you want to talk about ratings. You want to see a guy, if you get a 15-year-old going against, <coughs> against DJ on Sunday in the final group. Yeah, it'd be wild. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be fucking weird because they're going to be on the, one's going to be on the seventh hole and one's going to be on the 17th. But yeah, I hate the shotgun thing. If they eliminated that, I'd be so much happier. Are they doing the shotgun on the final round? I think because there's no cut. Huh. I don't know. I hope not. But it seems like it's the all indications are that yeah, they look like they are. Wow. I mean, you got other guys in here if you're looking at this odds board. I mean, uh, if you don't want to bet nah. I mean I don't know. Laurie Can has been playing really well. He's a guy who typically plays well and can't win. Um, I saw an 80 on him, but now he's now I'm showing 30. Weisberger, I saw a 50. Now it's 22. Wow, Burned went. I, that's good for Burned. <laughs> yeah, it could be a nice spot for Burned, actually, too. Yeah. But, yeah, those reset odds, I don't think there's much value, but the original ones I saw, like we, we were talking about, um, it was based like name value. There's some guys down the board who are playing really well, like Henny Duplace, who is – 130 to one now i'm seeing like 35 so yeah it depends what odds you get but i think if those those reset odds fan duel has it's just nah is the guy i think 
honestly, I think he has as good a chance to win as DJ does. I think he has a better chance to win than DJ. And all these guys, are, I mean, so this might be a redundant statement. All these guys are motivated by cash, but Kevin Na is definitely motivated by cash. Oh, big time. All he, he cares about is buying, buying cars. Yeah. And DJ is motivated by cash, clearly, but he just fucking cashed in. I don't think he needs to win <laughs> this event. No. No. Um, who else is there? Yeah, I mean, like... All Charles guys, and Grace. I don't know. They show something every six events. <laughs> No-brainer move by Charles and Grace. Like, guys like that. I mean... No-brainer. What are you going to do? Grind your ass off to make a hundred grand and to finish 40 and 37th place on tour? Or go try to win four million by beating DJ, who's definitely parting his dick off right now. <laughs> He was on. He was on the range this morning. What do you mean? He's in London already on the range. Yeah. So yeah, so, I'm gonna bet. We're gonna bet. Nah, I got no interest in anybody else right now. I kind of want to feel it out, see how it goes. The shotgun stat's really weird. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Whatever. I'm loading up on Nah. Loading up on Fitz. Loading up on Hatton. Maybe double dip. Win both. Yep. And then U.S. Open next week. We have a uh, pretty. Empty card, which is somewhat rare for us, so we're kind of playing it by ear there. I mean, I'm I did bet Reed at seventy. That's about it, though. I'm looking forward to um to that a lot because we haven't really had a fresh car, so we can kind of see what the odds dictate. And there's no one I love either, so I think it's going to lead us to betting the best numbers. Yeah, which usually I think works out. So we're not gonna we're not stuck on a narrative of this guy's going to win or that guy's going to win. I think we're just going to bet the guys who have the best value. Yep, like that. Ah, all right. So this live uh, event ends on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. We can watch it. Maybe get a Saturday sweat and then a Sunday sweat. That'd be nice. This is what this is why I, I wanted this thing to happen. It's not like we're getting less PJ Tour, and the PJ Tour is so deep that losing these guys doesn't hurt at all. It's just additional. Everything we're getting is just additional. <laughs> don't I don't understand the hate. Yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah, let's get a couple winners this week. Um, we we probably just gave you the most in depth and the best uh, live breakdown so far. So we we can we'll take that role if you no one else takes it. Kevin, now nah, baby. Yeah. All right. Let's get a winner. <laughs> just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap 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 a room. <laughs>